How many dates do you think you've been on in your life, Tim? Well, I still have date night. So, uh, sure. Thousands. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Thousands. Is it a standard and kind of style of date? Right. So like dinner, because I feel like, you know, growing up in high school, it was like, oh, let's go to the movies. You know, like maybe we'll go to, you know, Roy to Rogers the beforehand. Rink. The roller rink. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Are there still roller rinks? Is that a thing? Um, I know that there was a time that, uh, like one of the schools in our school district, they would open up the, uh, the basketball court. It wasn't like the actual court court. They had a protective co uh, covering on it, whatever, but they would open up that gym on Friday nights for, uh, roller skating or inline skating. And it was like, for like your kids. Yeah. But you can, and then you could, the whole family could go and, uh, it was pretty cool. They had a DJ and, uh, you know, just like just like the old times, you shoot the duck, couple skate, all that kind of good stuff. Shoot the duck. Didn't you remember that? that? No, I've only duck been roller skate. I was an inline skater most of my days growing up in mm. elementary, middle school. Roller skating really wasn't a thing. That was like the nostalgic thing that we did because our parents did it. Right. And I think I've only been roller skating like less than five times, maybe even less than three. Yeah, you'll have to Google that later. It's, it's 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 way too hard to explain. Got it. What was the last date you went on? Well, we, gosh, we do. I mean, we do weekly dates. Um, mm. Friday nights are usually our our nights. Go hit a Mexican joint. A Mexican restaurant has some chips and salsas with a a margarita or four. Your numbers. We are delighted today to be joined by the founder of My Date, Jarbrett and Key. What was the last date you went on? Oh, well, the last date that I went on. That's a good one. Um, I already stumped you. A... One question in. No, no, no. It's actually, uh, it was just a quiet uh, dinner with uh, overlooking the water. Um, very cozy, very intimate, really great food. Nice ambiance. It was, it was amazing. So that was the last date I went on. How did you... Uh... How did how did you come up with this idea that, that man we need to? And we joked a little bit before we went on live. Simplify dating. Yeah, you know, what word? How did you discover the need to uh, to make the dating idea process easier? Well, that's a great question, and um, the best way to phrase that is um, where our current state or where our country is. Basically, everybody has been reintroduced to outside. You know, going outside is a new world. So for me, the idea really came from once we had quarantine, I wanted to do something like, hey, once we were able to, you know, really be out, do fun things again, I wanted to be prepared and be ready for it. Uh, in addition, uh, I'm a software guy, uh, been in software for many, many years, and I'm always, you know, looking at how to make uh, a better wheel, so to speak. So it just kind of married where the technology and that thought process came together and I just literally wanted to take something that was a really analog, very simple idea and just make it modern. And that's where the app was, you know, born from an organic, benign place. So you, you said an analog world, right? So I guess right now you just, if I want to go on a date, I just have to know the place. Maybe I Google it in some respect. And then from there, I, I, I do it. I've actually heard a very similar idea to this back in 2012. Tim, were you at there date, at that event? Date at, at, at date night. Yeah, so yeah. I had an event called Start Norfolk. 
And it was a build a business in a weekend pitch competition. And a very similar idea was that it was a girl who pitched it. I think she was right out of college and she was like, I have a newlywed husband and we're always looking for interesting things to do for dates. And we don't know where to look for these things. Right. That business did not work. Right. Very. I think it was just web based, maybe not app based at that point. Uh, I can't recall. It didn't work. I'm not sure if it was founder issues or something like that, but this idea of finding places, the Yelps of the world, the internets of the, the internet, the internet, you know, there's places to, to find this type of stuff, you know, like where to go on a date, Virginia beach, you know, where to eat dinner in Virginia beach. What, what makes this unique? Because I, it, it seems like there is a lot of ways to find something to do in your backyard. That is very true. Well, when you say in that perspective, what makes this unique is that I literally took, actually it's right behind me, coincidentally, is actually a physical jar full of written down suggestions. And I did get some of the inspiration from like your Pinterest, general Google searches and so forth. But a lot of them, I just really took a, uh, a lot of uh, introspective looking into things that I really thought were out of my comfort zone or could be out of other people's comfort zone. And I wanted to frame it. Um, the real differentiating factor is that the goal of this is to become your end-to-end -end dating service where you're not only given a suggestion, you're able to make the plans, but as well as showcasing different venues, events, businesses, and everything else in between. That way that, um, again, you're getting the full experience from end-to-end -end with minimal thought or uh, minimal uh, resistance. So this is why I'm referring to for simplifying dating. I'm literally removing all the things that you would use as an excuse to not go on a date. And lastly, as well, um, I, I'm, I love this area. I'm born and raised. I've been here all my life. And it's amazing that this area and beyond has really grown with the level of venues, um, the art scene, like, you know, like the neon district, you have uh, great like hotels you have all these amazing eateries that are like if you know you know kind of things and i know that that's just not just in this area so, you know it's across the u.s but again I, I just want to also give those places a platform to shine and then also to showcase what they're you know really about and give people a way to get more business in both ways yeah i think it's super easy to uh you can get stuck in a rut pretty quick I would think in terms of either one, not doing date, uh, having a date night or, but just continuing to go to the same place over and over and over again. Yeah. yeah so, uh, a great in dating is a lifestyle. Yeah. Dating is a lifestyle. Like I think it's a lifestyle kind of thing. It's something that should be just as, uh, important as people who, you know, run and exercise people who, uh, you know, you care about what you eat, like far as, you know, your diet. I think that, Dating is a same level of an element that should be added. And it again, we were talking about this earlier, but I'm like, we it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. It's just to take some intention, a bit of effort, and you know, time. You, you are you that you oh good Tim. You go. I'm just curious in terms of like you had mentioned that you're born and raised in the uh, Norfolk, Virginia Beach area. Um that you love the area is do you as a as a software guy are you tracking uh like how how much local people are going local or is it uh williamsburg people going down to norfolk or is it they uh tourists that are here that are utilizing the app are you uh, what kind of uh data are you seeing from a, a usage standpoint well, um, most of the dates um, that are really popular so far are like the do-it-yourself kind of dates that I have. And these are things like, for instance, the indoor picnic, 
Um, I have a date called a chop date uh, where it kind of mimics that show, the chop show where you're making and preparing food and so forth. Um, most of those have been the most popular and most well-received where people can, you know, again, do these dates in their homes or whatever location that they feel comfortable. Um, I will state too that uh, I am seeing a really great influx of, you know, users, not just here in this local region, but even all the way up from the uh, Northern Virginia area that actually are coming down to experience different dates that are, or locations that are here in this area. So um, I'm still actually, like I said, learning, you know, my user base in that regards. And again, making sure that I'm tailoring things to kind of accommodate that. But I have seen, like I said, a really great influx of people from, you know, this region, not just here in the Red Campton Rose is actually, you know, going all the way up uh, Northern Virginia as well. When it comes to entrepreneurship, specifically in the tech space, I think a lot of founders have ideas. That idea could be a good idea, but they have no way, they have really no skill set in, in that game, right? You say you're technical. So does that mean in this case that you're developing the app yourself because you're technical well, I, or? Yeah, that's a great, that's a great uh, question in a way how you frame that. And I am actually, I'm really a nerd. I'm a super nerd. Uh, I love all things tech and uh, I was blessed with the gift of technology. So, you know, technology has always come fairly easy to me and I do come from a programming background. Uh, I did actually turn that programming background more to a business background, you know, in the latter points of my career. However, I did actually build some of the initial pieces and database of the app. And I ended up investing in myself and actually, you know, learning like some coding classes. But I recognized that the time it takes to really develop everything in the way I want to develop in the time I wanted to develop that I had to outsource uh, the rest of it. So um, right now, currently, Yes, I have done a piece of it and certain components, but as a whole, I also um, contracted developers to help get me to where the point, where I'm at today. When, when it comes to the tech aspect of that, so many technical founders will overbuild and then those features never get used. Um, it sounds like you have some sort of, you, you, you did, you said you make the transition to, to a business perspective in that. Like, what are you doing to not over overcomplicate something and really simplify it so that it can get the traction that you're looking um, at starting to get. Because I think so many founders just are like, I'm going to build these 15,000 features. And then one of this 15,000 maybe gets used. Well, you know what? That's a perfect perspective and a really great way that you are framing that again. So my specialty is really with process improvements. And again, like I said earlier, you know, reinventing a better wheel, so to speak. So I really took the approach of I wanted a certain baseline of key features and key items that I knew for sure would be useful and are some best practices in this tech space that I'm trying to conquer. Second of all, um, you know, being considered a dating app, you know, to be honest, it's not so much as a dating app. It's really more of a dating service and it's marrying event planning together. So. I didn't want to overdevelop and make too many features and things that wouldn't really stick or resonate with my customers. So I really took a very focused approach and more of a lean approach into development. And I literally just built, like I said, a framework of, of uh, key features and capabilities as my starting point. And then right now, even currently behind the scenes, I'm developing the next level of features and capabilities, but it's based off of what my consumers, you know, they're telling me that they need and what they want. And I'm, I'm literally using the people as my, you know, guide and roadmap to development. So the fortunate thing, too, if also, if I want, you know, again, another layer of that is budgeting. And, you know, if 
people don't really understand maybe the real cost of really making a refined, sophisticated app. It's very costly if you really are serious about it and want to go down that route. So I recognize a, a, way, a way and a method to do so, again, uh, where I was take a, a little and I was able to do a lot with it. And again, scale and keep growing uh, piece by piece from it. So it feels great that this, you know, again, this, this starter app, uh, this basically MVP version of my app has actually gotten the traction that it has gotten in the time that it's been out. It's only been launched uh, since April of this year. So uh, again, um, I made sure that I didn't want to overdevelop. I have basically a whole roadmap that I have for years out on what I want features and the vision of where I want this to go. And I'm just doing it step by step and where appropriate. And again, using my my users as the, the compass to, for guidance. Are, are you the guy right now that is uh, creating the, the different dates to choose from or is or do uh, different establishments then present date options that you then post to your app? Well, uh, initially, the most of the suggestions did come from me. Uh, however, if inside the app, there actually is a suggested date option. And this is where users literally are suggesting, you know, the, the names, the descriptions, the, the whole nine yards on different dates. And so uh, what I do is I bet those in roughly every month, um, you know, some of the best options, at least one, you know, per month, I add to the database as an option for for dates. Uh, just recently, though, I have been more positioned by, you know, physical locations and venues or or events uh, spaces to actually add them into the app. So that's the next, you know, evolution where, again, the dates will be super focused, super honed in to, you know, specific areas and venues. And as well, even um, themed dates, you know, based off of like, you know, Halloween's coming up, a haunted hayride, haunted house, things like that. All these things are in the in the works right now. And I love seeing the suggestions because people have some really creative suggestions. Um, some, you know, easy to add, no problem. And then some, uh, I don't want to get, you know, uh, a cease and desist letter or something weird because, you know, some people put some really outlandish uh, items in there too. So, but I, I love it. And I love the, um, the, the, the feedback. So it's interesting that you say that. So I, I don't know if this is true. My guess is it's true. As a guy, I have ideas as what I want to do for a date. And I'm sure there's females that have ideas what a good date is for them. Do you have, is, is it broken down? Like this is a date from a guy's perspective and this is a date from a girl's perspective. Is, is there anything built in like that? Because I, I mean, three guys no. on here right now, what I would want is I'd be like, yo, let's go get wings and beer. Like, let's call it a day. <laughs> Listen, Wife is like, that's eh. always a good time. That is always right. a good time. But to no, win, it's, it's actually agnostic of that. Right? It's, it's actually very agnostic of that. It doesn't actually, you know, do that level of, you know, this is more for a woman. This is more for a guy. It's it's really described and the descriptions are really based on you don't have to do the descriptions and items verbatim. It's literally just to get the conversation going. It's literally to get the ball rolling in your date life and just get you in the right direction. So it's really designed for you to tailor it to the level of the relationship you are. So if this is a first date, you might not want to go all the way on certain things. But if you've been with someone for a while, you could take a simple date and elevate it or customize it to, you know, who that person is and whatever stage you are in your relationship. I will say, though, um, the coolest feature that I have that I'm that I'm promoting more, not just the date options itself, is the form that's embedded with the app. And the form is very unique because it's it's really a way to survey and find out how really people experience their dates. And it's done in a way where you can talk about it as yourself. 
or you could talk about it anonymously, you know, just in case you want to, you know, don't really feel like being on front street, <laughs> you can actually, you know, have a little bit of anonymity in that regards. But the good news about it is, is that it's really designed for like a each one teach one um, method where you're literally, you know, from whoever's protected from a woman's guys, you know, whatever in between that you can literally share how you thought that date went based off of your perspective and use that as a way from another person reading who's doing a similar date, look at that and get some really great insights, you know, maybe borrow something that you did from your playbook. Like, Hey, we discovered this amazing wine or we found this awesome IPA at smart mouth brewery, like, like things, it could be just as simple as that. And these little things are really great ways to add on to your date life. So. Yeah, this is, uh, this is, I think, well, most businesses are this way, but I think this one in, in specifically that if you listen to what your, the feedback from your customers, your customers are going to guide that roadmap. I mean, they, especially when it comes to the dating side, I mean, that's something that's really, you jack that up, man. And, uh, you know, a couple, couple bad experiences on a date night and I would imagine that you're, you'll hear about it pretty quick or <laughs> Yeah. So I think that's great that you're listening to what your customers are saying. I'm, I'm yeah, I've got yeah, I, I really, ideas. I'm really working on promoting a safe space for people to talk about their experiences and embedded in the app and then outside of it. Um, a lot of the socials and, you know, even my email campaigns, are, again, are just trying to show that, hey, um, you know, even if you didn't have the best experience, sometimes those bad experiences on a date, especially if you've been with someone for some time, actually end up being like your inside jokes later down the road or it becomes like funny. Or it becomes, you know, uh, a milestone, you know, in your relationship. You never know. Uh, but at the same token, you know, there is a fine line between, you know, when you're having something, everything going right. And then when everything goes wrong, you know, it does turn some people off and it can be, you know, a bit of a, a roadblock. But again, the goal is to have way more good than bad. And again, encourage people to really just be vocal on, you know, how their daily life is treating them. Are you a dating expert? Because I saw on somewhere that like you do dating coaching or something like that. Like, yes, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, well, let's say what's the best way to answer this. I are you questioning? <laughs> are, are you the expert about, in this? Like, mm, well, no, because everybody cracks jokes on this and calls me like Hitch, and I, I love that movie. I, I love that character that Will Smith played, and I'm like, by no means am I him or that. I'm not here to match you up. You you find the dates. I mean, you yeah, you find the mate and I find the dates. Like I'm the next step afterwards. I'm the connection portion. I'm more about, you know, keeping people together. And um, well, before I even announced becoming a date coach, you know, for years, I've been a source of people asking, you know, hey, where should I take somebody out for this or this is coming up or, you know, whatever. And I've just been able to give really good advice from a really genuine, unbiased space. So as of recent, once I launched this app, it kind of became natural that people, you know, assumed and went down that route for me. And it also kind of helped with a branding and as well a reach um, perspective, because it, it kind of shot away from me just being a, another nerd who made an app. And uh, once people understood that I actually am giving some really great insights on how to make sure your dating life is, is healthy, it just spurred into date coaching as well. So... Uh, it was very organic. I was actually running away from it, but it just kind of found me. And it was something that I really I did want to do more of. But that was really supposed to be way down the line. Actually, that was actually uh, in my plans, maybe like another like year or two years after the fact from launch. 
to kind of circle back to that, but it ended up helping doing it earlier because again, it just, you know, made it more, gave me more validation to what I'm suggesting because I knew what I was talking about. So, um, uh, I've had some really good success stories and uh, we'll see how, you know, how far it goes. <laughs> I'm curious when someone, uh, someone goes, they download the app. It's available now on uh, the app store and the Google play store. They go yes. through that. Is there an onboarding process that uh, those people go through in terms of, I like beer, I like wine. I don't like sushi. You know, what is Do they go through a, a profile that uh, then will then return some results? No, actually, the, uh, it is very simple. Like once you sign up, you can use like, you know, your standard uh, embedded socials like Google, Facebook um, and Apple to, you know, sign up and initially get into the app. I don't really ask any, you know, direct questions or like occupation or much of the information. Um, I try my best to ensure that from my users that I am not pulling or just getting a lot of useless information at this point from me. Um, there are definitely policies and, and stuff that surrounds that as well. But really, the, the concept of how the picks are done is gamified. It's, it's really designed to make you feel like you'll never get to the end of the jar. And that's, um, you know, the illusion, so to speak, that I, I have in there. I mean, even though it seems super random, it's all like an algorithm and things that actually allow the suggestions to come. But the suggestions are literally, literally random. They're not designed to be tailored again some stuff on there if you are afraid of heights you might pop up to get a suggestion that says hot air balloon and you're like oh i'm not doing that but maybe your date might convince you to go to i fly in virginia beach and do indoor skydiving and maybe you know that could be a way for you to kind of break out that box or or to um you know uh uh work on that fear you know again it's it's, it's really designed so that some stuff you're like, oh yeah, you know, I could go bowling. That's fine. Mini golf. That's cool. But then there's also dates in there that you'd be like, wow, I never thought of that. Like I, and let's try it, you know, and it's about just being game and just willing to, um, you know, go on that journey itself. I will never stick my hand where someone else's fingers have been again into a bowling ball. I'm done with that. I might buy my own bowling ball, <laughs> but I'm done with that. Okay. I am never going to do buy your own. Buy, buy your own. Buy man, my own. I might buy my own, but man. Yeah, Amazon the most has filthy everything. thing I mean, ever. You think they spray the disinfectant there? I don't. They barely do it yeah. in the shoes. I mean, that place is just a, a wall. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> can we play a game? You, you want to play a game? Are you ready to play a game? I'm, I'm are, you, are you talking I'm to me, Zach? No, I know Tim, Tim will play, but. Okay. Right, so, Breton, behind you, you have that that jar. You didn't know we were doing this, but you showed us that it was there. Pull out the jar. Yes. Let's, let's go. Okay. I want you to pull out three of the things in there, and I, I want to know what three of the dates are. Let's 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 go. You know? A okay. Little, so, uh, just so you know, from an app perspective, they're a bit more refined and more spelled out. So, these are just, ah, you know, you know okay. pieces and notes. So, we'll see what we have first. Okay. So, all right. This is what I was referring to. Again, this is an 18 and up yeah. app, but... Uh, the first thing I pick, and you can't see this, but it says the no. Pink Banana Boutique. Go to the Pink Ooh. Banana Boutique. Okay. What is that? Uh, uh, it's an adult store uh, here in the Hampton Roads area. So There you go. I love that that was the first one. <laughs> yeah. See, you, you open up this can of worms. Zach, hey, so, hey, 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 my date, my, my date jar, X-rated version. Okay. This is like you know, words with friends. This is, Okay. So here, here's another one. Uh, the second one I just picked is Cigars and Chill. So, I mean, if you're not a smoker, you might, you know, might pass on this and that's fine. But, uh, you know, the there are some really, yeah, there are some really great, um, you know, cigar lounges here in the area. You got Twist, uh, the new Magoo's downtown. Uh, there's Joe Vines in Virginia Beach. 
Um, and there's probably, like I said, quite a few others uh, up and down, you know, here in the, uh, on the uh, East Coast. Uh, one of my favorites is Mona's um, in Rich Richmond. Uh, really nice establishment. All right. Number three. Number three. Let's see what we got here. Please pick something, uh, you know, wholesome and sweet, you know. <laughs> Read the Bible. All right. So the last one is a picnic. And uh, and like I said, again, um, and it's out the app. The goal of it is to like take these simple things like oh everybody can do a picnic, but now you know there's VB uh, picnic and code. There's um, there's picnics and peonies, and you know there are different places that can actually give you like a phenomenal indoor picnic experience in your home or at you know particular locations, things like that. Uh, the goal again is to take simple dates or simple ideas, and again elevate them where you feel accordingly. So you know you got your anniversaries coming up, Valentine's coming up you know, birthdays or whatever, this just, again, helping you to figure out what to do and, you know, the least, honestly, in the least amount of work, I'm doing the legwork for you, really. I think it sounds like a great, uh, great job for you in the sense of uh, you would have to test all these things out before um, putting, putting yeah, it up uh, on your app if, to make sure that you can verify it. Not, not to sound cheesy or cliche, but a lot of people don't know is that when I made a lot of these apps, I mean, I mean, a lot of these suggestions, uh, for me personally, in my own personal journey that I told myself that if I was able to get through the list of suggestions that I have with a person, that that person would be like my soulmate. You know, if this person was willing to go and be game to go through all these crazy dates and different things without, you know, little to no reservations, then this person might be the person for me, you know, from, you know, you know, my, the love of my life kind of thing. Mm. So that was like some of the logic on some of these as well. So a lot of these dates, if I'm being honest, I haven't actually been on all of them. I've been on quite a, bit, a few of them, but there's not a way right now. And plus, with the way how it's growing, um, you know, again, even for myself, I want to have that same feeling just as my end users. I want to feel as though there's a never ending process because I that's the philosophy. Dating should be never ending. It's a necessity, not a luxury. So do you save pink money for the first date or the last date for that soulmate? See, that's that's the thing. It's all on how it picks. So whatever stars, if it's date number one, I mean, hey, she got to be game. But if it's date number 322, I mean, again, it, it should be good. Uh, the goal of these as well, too, is that when they are picked is that you can take the same date and then redo it, but just do it in a slightly different manner, like different variations. And that's where I love about this the most is the fact that, again, the user, you get the chance to determine to do this on your own conditions where you feel safe, where you feel comfortable. And that's the beauty of it. It's not me force feeding you or like ramrodding you these different, um, you know, suggestions and things where I'm like, oh, you have to do it this way. And, you know, and if you don't, then obviously, you know, you failed. Like, no, no, it's 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 very fluent. It's and it's and I love, like I said, to see where this is heading. You know, I'm, I love to see the creativity. Like I had um, I have a Netflix and uh, chill date in here. And some people have picked it, picked that date and they invested in a projector uh and and a small like a what you know dlp projector and went out in the backyard and projected you know some movies off of netflix and made it into a whole thing and it's great to take something as simple as netflix and chill which kind of has like that hookup you know uh um stigma to it and actually showcasing it elevated in a in a very unique way things like that are what this app is all about you know connecting in the ways that you feel works for you What's been your what's been the the favorite your most favorite date that you've been on using your app? Um, using my app, my favorite would be the pink bunny. 
<laughs> no, 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 Ashley. Uh, it's going to be the um, the chop date, the chop date for sure. Like going to the grocery store, picking out some ingredients, and even adding in there like some like ingredients like in the way and where you can make something out of it, and then actually being able to turn it into something that actually tastes good or you know that doesn't make you like gag is like awesome. That's been like my favorite actually. Uh, mm. So yeah, that's that by far is I could do that like every week if I could. And would never get sick of it because I'm a fat boy at heart. I'm a foodie. Um, so things like that just really appeal to me. It seems like in, in some capacity, each one of these dates, you have to pay for for something, right? Whether it's the picnic basket, some food, you're going to 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 a venue, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. When yes. I listen to that, it's you are a walking hype man for these dates, which then ultimately is for a venue or, or for a chopped or for a grocery store or whatever, to the cigar lounge, whatever. Are you making money off of the venues? Uh, has that conversation come in? Are you like how 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 is that coming in? Because if you're giving all these people publicity and they're giving you nothing in return, yeah, that makes me maybe that makes me a sucker. That makes that makes me a sucker. You said it, not me. No, no, it's fine. And that's a really great perspective. Um, I mean, what you're describing is actually more in the second layer of uh, development. And uh, wants the updated version, but right now, currently, I am curating different platform as a service uh, relationships and uh, brokering some deals for that. So, in my uh, in my world or my ecosystem, what I'm really trying to deliver people is like packages and ways to do dates. So, for instance, I give you an example. So, right now, I'm working uh, to get some personal chefs, not just in this area, but across the U.S. And for that date, if you pick that date for a private chef, you got three tiers. The first tier would be a DIY, you do it yourself kind of date where this chef gives you the recipe, the, how to pre you know, do the presentation, everything for a very minimal cost. Uh, the second tier is uh, the where they actually prepare the food for you and they will either deliver it or you come pick it up at whatever designated location. And then the third, for instance, is the full chef experience. Um, now that's where, you know, you know, you get that person, you know, doing the hibachi and you catching shrimp in your mouth, whatever. I mean, you're, 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 you're getting the full experience. Now from the level of where I make money is that, uh, the app itself is subscription based and that's where, you know, I'm, you know, recouping some of the money in there, but as well, uh, I am doing a percentage of sales, uh, from them. And as well that certain, uh, uh, platforms or, or certain groups or whatever, you, you do have to pay an annual fee to be featured in the app. Uh, because again, I'm basically, I'm giving you, you know, really that technology layer that you may not already have for those different conversions. So it's a win-win uh, for everybody. It's very minimal, you know, honestly, overall for them, it's very minimal cost. And as well to my end users is a fairly minimal cost as well. So that's the way how, you know, for my business model where uh, I make money. And and in addition uh, to complement the app, uh, I am as well featuring some products that actually complement the whole dating scene as well. So that those are my my current business models. Yeah, I think it would be pretty cool if you offered uh, even a, a heightened subscription level, your VIP level, where you were able to get uh, a reservation to a place that is otherwise booked weeks or months in advance or, you know, some sort of VIP thing where, you get brought in and uh, you know, private yep. table, you know, bottle service, whatever the case is. But, yep. you know, you have that, you know. That's actually in phase phase three, actually, literally. And that's literally in a, um, phase three. I mean, not to, uh, to tell too much of how the sauce is made, but you're literally, your perspective is literally um, ingredients that I've already roadmapped. 
And again, the exclusivity part and these additional perks that I have, I have some really great goodies for against subscribers or again, from a premium aspect uh, from like a VIP perspective. So I got some really good stuff I'm already working now on towards that. So when the time is right, that will be released and that will be featured. But for right now, the end goal right now and the current goal right now is just to deliver um, these key capabilities, which is one, being able to use your GPS location for wherever you're located um, here in you know Virginia, New York, Cali, wherever you're located to find these different suggestions. And then the second layer is procuring these relationships and these plat platforms inside the app so that I can, you know, you can book, you know, the different packages or the different dates and do everything and take care of everything from end to end and just like yeah. five to six clicks. That's pretty that's cool. the focal point. That's you just hit a button, man. Uber shows up at your door at uh, six o'clock and then they take you to wherever, man. That would be, uh, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I can't wait to those days when I start getting those phone calls or working through like, you know, other major, um, you know, apps or providers, because that is, um, the different, you know, synergies that I'm looking for. Uh, I, again, when the time is right, uh, I want to make this as, again, something new where there's nobody right now being kind of like your door dash of data. You know, if you want to use that analogy or like no, there's nobody right now that's actually giving you that end to end experience in such an organic way, plus to have a community that supplements it as well. And that's as well. Um, this kind of the secret sauce on how I know where to go and what to do is because I'm using that community to like guide me and says, Hey, all of a sudden now I have all these different wineries here in this particular region that's being really talked about. I need to go reach out to that, you know, those wineries in that region and get them inside the app so that we can, you know, work together and make sure that, you know, Hey, you know, a few glasses of wine or a bottle and, you know, whatever that they happen to offer, yeah. being able to offer that through the app and, you know, the best way possible would help everyone. Cause you know, all those people, you know, they, I'm, I'm going to generalize here, but like, yeah, the ladies, they watch the bachelor bachelorette or whatever, you know, and there's those dates and the picnic table or the blankets already laid out there. You know, dude, that's a lot of work. That's, that's beyond my like creative ability to think about all those little details. So if there was a date app that knew, had all those details where all I had to do is, get in the car we get to our destination all that stuff is there to make me look like the man the you know that yes dude. yes that's that's exactly um that's exactly what we're geared towards i mean the best thing about a lot of this and how i'm doing it is i am like the middleman but the way how it's being executed like once you book and you know get the confirmation everything like those additional details or uh, specificities you reach out to that vendor or that place or whoever's providing it and you work those things out for you so if you want to, you know, really, excuse me, go the extra mile, you can, you know, or if there's some way to work in, you know, these different elements in there to just, you know, heighten your date based on what you already, you know, have paid or done. Again, very minimal work from you. And it makes you look like the hero. It buys you some credit for when you, you know, forget something that's really important or you, you know, you're like, ah, like it is our third anniversary. Like, yeah, uh, I'll be right back. You know, and then at the, and then at the end, you have a rose to give her or you don't. I mean, it's up to you at that <laughs> yeah. point. So, I mean, there you go. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> All right. From uh, I'm gonna pre preface this by saying that I think you are a dating expert, right? Moving forward, if I was working with you as like your marketing coach, whatever, I'd say you need to present yourself as uh, you personally as a, as a dating expert, right? Uh, yes, because it, it gives you an opportunity to get in front of a lot of other um, media outlets and, and and answer questions like I'm going to ask you uh, about right now.
So it's 2022. Okay. The world just ended. Uh, we're going into the, the the craziest recession. People don't go out. Uh, yada yada yada. These are all headlines that we've seen in the last six to eighteen yeah. months, right? No, no one's going to stores. Food's expensive. Gas is gas is astronomical. Yada 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 yada. As a dating expert, when you hear people say, "Oh, people aren't going out anymore," what's your response to that? I have three questions on this, so you can answer them quickly if you want. When people say they're not going out anymore, what's your answer to that? People don't date anymore. What's your answer to that? Okay, well. That's two separate questions. I'm going to take the first one. So people are not going out anymore. That's fine. Uh, if you don't care to go out as much, but that's fine. Bring it to you. There's ways to bring it to yeah. you. And that's, you know, one, what I provide. Uh, the second element is a uh, is really what you're describing is more of a mentality. And I, I do run into that problem or that issue or that question quite a lot. Because most people have the stigma that once you, you know, you marry someone or you've been with some, been with someone for a long time, the dating is supposed to be done. Like that was part of courting, like it's mm. null and void. And that's, again, a part of the core philosophy, especially even why I even consider myself as a date expert, because, again, it should be never ending. You you should have your dating. Dating should be incorporating your lifestyle just as important as, you know, going to the dentist or, you know, getting, you know, you know, waking up to you know work out a few times a week now mind you everybody's cadence will not be the same but you sure. need to establish some kind of you know realistic baseline that works for the lifestyle that you have you know with that person or if you're a single person you still need to have it incorporating your diet because we all need that connection we all need that interaction we, we everyone needs it so regardless if the world is broken on one leg you're still gonna need you know you know that quality time in some some capacity so this is where, you know, again, from what I'm offering and what I do makes it very unique because it's tailored to that situation. I'm not giving you just a blanket approach of like, everybody just go do this and you'll be great. Like, no, that doesn't work for everybody. This is a time for you and a way to show you how to take ownership, um, be intentional, and then also set forth an actual plan to make these things happen in a regular cadence. And, and money, like money, the recession, uh, it's too expensive. You know, it's, it's yeah, that's, $40 for that's fine. a carton of eggs. Yeah, uh, that's fine, actually, because, again, the way how even right now, currently for the dates are, they are designed for your pocket to be, you know, budget friendly. And this is yeah. why, for instance, when I was giving an example earlier, like of the private chef, that's why those, for instance, will be like three tiers and three packages, for instance, or across different dates, it will be tailored to different price ranges for people to meet you where you are economically. So, again, in that same scenario, if you might not, you might want the full experience, but you can't afford the full experience at that particular point in time. So, but you can, you know, have enough money to pay for uh, the prep of it and to have it, you know, picked up or delivered to you. Again, if you, you could be, you know, a struggling college student and, you know, it might be a little bit even tougher for you to make this happen. Do it yourself, you know, get that information and so forth and and get that extra, you know, bit of uh, help to really elevate it. You know, this isn't just like Googling and going to Pinterest and like, you know, hoping and wishing that it comes together. Like this is actually a professional like guiding you and saying, hey, no, like, no, like don't let it sit past, you know, four minutes or it's going to taste like trash. You know, like, no, it's like you got somebody that's actually, you know, giving you the real end to end game on it. And again, that's where value lies and that's where, you know, cost and uh, value savings comes into place. Yeah, and even uh, you could integrate within the app Hey, this is the best place to catch a sunset in this particular city. Yeah, that that doesn't cost anything at all. Or, y hey, yes, meteor that, that showers tonight. Yeah. yeah, so that is in the app itself. 
Uh, it's, it's a piece that is in there, but it's about to be elevated even more um, right now in the next level of feature. That's, um, and all these features should be delivered uh, before the end of the year. So the goal is to have in the beginning of uh, Q, uh, Q1 and 2023, this to roll out in time and, you know, kind of get that steamroll going uh, and, and um, getting ready for Valentine's. That's that's the that's the goal. But the, uh, the point is, is that what you're describing, we have like smart notifications being added in there. So like, for instance, festivals places, attractions, whatever, that are, again, either budget-friendly or just something really that's really good to know that can help, you're going to get that information in a really organic and simplified way as well. So um, definitely, you know, I'm a person, honestly, that, again, I'm, I'm always very conscious of, of these things. I have uh, three amazing, beautiful kids that will literally eat me out of house and home. And, you know, the world is getting a, a little bit more expensive. So anything I can do as well on my side that helps people with you know, similar uh, uh, paths or similar uh, circumstances, I'm always want to, you know, make sure that I'm not hurting somebody's pockets, so to speak, if applicable uh, for these dates. The best part about finding um, the best sunset in town is it's also the place where a serial killer will find you as well. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> that sounds like a Lifetime movie, Zach. I feel like, you you know, you're over here describing a plot from uh, one of those uh those movies that comes on Sundays that you just can't, you know. I mean, they, it seems like it always happens, you know. There's yeah, the Colonial we Parkway. We had Nick on the show, and Nick, uh, that was one of the services that he offers. Hey, here's a great place for photo opportunities uh, if, when you're getting pictures done kind of thing. So uh, right. I'm just yeah. thinking yeah. of economical ways to – and you can almost could gamify that of, hey, what's the best date on that you've been on but with spending the least amount of money? I mean, I, I would think that there would be some attraction to that as well. I've actually have had some earlier surveys on things like that um, as doing some market research on like what people feel is the price points to pay for the service or like what do you feel is the general or the amount of money it costs for a date in this age. And, um, you know, it was really great to hear such a variance of answers. I mean, the average right now, most people were stating that if you were going out, it costs about at least one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars to like go out on the town kind of a date and that didn't cover you know that covers some form of food drinks and you know some level of entertainment but it was really hopefully great my wife is, people hopefully my wife is yeah. not listening to that part but keep keep going <laughs> but but as well i also was able to uh, capture that there were a lot of other really economical ways to like really reduce that cost and um it was showing that like most people you know in a regular who actually dated on a regular were spending no more than maybe 70 to 75 dollars on a date and they were really being really creative on how they were managing it. So, um, you know, a lot of those dates were more geared towards the DIY, kind of like do it yourself, like where you're, you know, purchasing a few elements. Like uh, I love, you know, just me having children, but I love from a date perspective, like doing crafts and doing things where you got to build something together or make something, you know, out of nothing. I love stuff like that. And, you know, surprisingly, those kind of things, you can go to Michael's. Target, whatever place, and you can find some amazing stuff for like really great price points. And then, you know, going to, you know, your your favorite, you know, brewery, winery or whatever, making sure that, you know, you're able to bring whatever there. But outside of that, it, again, it's fairly economical. Very economical. Yeah. And, and we, we, we had friends over uh, a couple of weeks ago and uh, you broke out the some board games and we're playing. And next thing you know, it was like three in the morning. It was like, what yeah, the world see. is happening? 
Yeah. That that's that's the best kind. And that's what, you know, those are the kind of experiences that really stick with you, you know, really stick with you, especially when, you know, if the times get kind of rough or things just kind of seem unsure or life gets in a way where, you know, you're starting to work a bit more or whatever, you know, the distractors that are, you know, coming coming around. Those kind of experiences are the ones that really kind of make you realize, like, no, I miss that. We need to have something similar like that again, or we need to, you know, keep this up and keep this uh, positive element in our in our love life. Acquiring downloads is an incredibly difficult thing. I, I just did a quick little Google search of uh, how many apps are there in the App Store. That's just the App Store, the Apple one. It's not even including Google. I don't even want to do a separate Google search. But as of June of 21, so about, I don't know, 18 months ago, 4.567, million apps yes. in the Apple Store alone. Now, I know you're a little niche into that, but... How do you get seen? How do you acquire downloads? What are you doing to get this so that you can actually prosper and make the make a living off of this? Okay. Well, um, cutting through the fog for being downloaded is a very tough thing. Uh, I'm very thankful and I feel very blessed that, you know, if you type in certain parts of my app, like parts of the name or certain components and what it does, it does come up in a fairly good, you know, search uh, on both platforms. But then, you know, essentially like the first list of searches within maybe the first 10, maybe up to 20, but usually like up to 10 um, in the search. Uh, the real focal point on this was learning how to market this. Uh, the first few months of once this was launched, finding the voice and the way how I wanted to describe and get this app out there was really the trick. But um, as of not just now, but, but you know, from months now, we've actually developed a really good approach to that and is garnering more downloads. So um, working now with, like I said, you know, small partnerships with uh, local venues, um, you know, just word of mouth, uh, being able to uh, have, you know, giveaways from time to time. There's different marketing tools that's being used that I'm doing concurrently that's been giving me success in my downloads. Uh, currently, right now, we have um, a little bit over excuse me, a little bit over 550 users. But I'm really happy about is the fact that the rate of how easy it is now, like I said, is discover the app. Um, and that revol revolves around, you know, not to be too technical, too geeky, but, uh, you know, having very good tailored keywords in the background uh, for how my app is characterized. And then as well, being able to just constantly on different platforms, like different social media, email campaigns, um, you know, in-person things and so forth, just to get the branding out there has been the difference maker. So um, um, I'm hoping that, hey, after this uh, uh, this episode, I, I might have another spike in uh, downloads. You never know, because I'm always feeling that I'm one tweet, one message, one person, one reel away from this to explode and, you know, double my numbers virtually overnight. And that's yeah. what we're getting towards right now, being prepared for, getting prepared for. So this this is a happy watch it, download. It's download. yeah at uh, dayjar.com or mydayjar.com. I mean it's a happy thing, I, and we need more happiness in the world. So uh, yes. I, I, that that's one of the things that really attracts me so much to what you're doing is just you're bringing happiness to the world. So uh, yeah. good on you. Yeah. Yes, I want to bring the love you know back, <laughs> uh, and I always that, that's my catchphrase and our tagline, which is bringing back the art of dating because we do feel like it is an art. And the funny thing about this is I, I've been saying this throughout the whole episode and, and even before, I always say we, 
but it's mostly myself. We is just me manifesting the fact that I, one day or soon I'm going to have a full, you know, dedicated team that does this, you know, all day, all night kind of thing. Um, you know, currently right now, a lot of stuff that I'm doing and working with people who are outsourced uh, for the different components and operations and keeping things going. But uh, that's the power of manifestation and power where I see this is going is that this is going to become the next big thing. I have no doubt about it. I don't feel like this is one of the things where I, I will fail, not being overconfident. It's just a fact of a matter of when and just me uh, doing the proper steps at the proper time and right. um, aligning myself, um, you know, to to have, like I said, a, re a, a real roadmap that should, you know, uh, guarantee success. I think every startup, startup founder uses that uh, we and I don't know how many emails go to me, news at finance at, you know, pick a pick an email address you know, that, that makes you sound a little bit bigger than what you really are. So you, you're doing all the right things. You're not alone, man. <laughs> no, I'm not. And I, and I, it's funnier thing is, is that I've recognized on this journey that a lot of people do want to see me succeed in this. And as well, uh, I have a lot more support for this than I realize. Um, it's been such a, a breath of fresh air and such you know, uh, a blessing that, you know, I go to like networking events or just out on the street from time to time and people like will recognize what I'm doing or have actually used, you know, the app and have given me some really positive feedback on it. And, you know, just those little things of, you know, getting messages or from random people saying how my stuff is helping them or it has, you know, turned their date life around or whatever in that, in that uh, spectrum it just makes me feel like I'm on the right track and I'm, you know, walking in my purpose right now. That is such a huge, huge thing. I mean, as a founder, I mean, those, some of those days you're, you just, you start to question yourself. You're like, yeah, I'll just keep on marching down this path. But then when you run into somebody and they're like, Hey, you're the guy, thanks so much. You, you turned everything around for me. That's, it's huge. And yeah, that's the kind of stuff that keeps you going. I mean, I, I know that uh, when things started opening back up and Zach, I shared this with you, just uh, like, Hey, you, you run into somebody and you're like there, they would tell me I do. I was just up in DC and someone listened to the fervent four show. And you know, it's just like, man, that's, that's good stuff. Because as you know, you gotta do, you gotta hustle to get the downloads, to get the subscribers, to get whatever the case is. To, I mean, just, if you look at the number of uh, podcasts that are on Spotify, I just heard this this morning, the exact same number. There's 4.5 million podcasts that are on Spotify right now. So it's like, you know, we're in that same fight right now, trying to to get noticed and to be seen and to to be listened to and subscribed to. So it's yeah, it's it's, it's a grind. So to get that feedback, that's the stuff that keeps keeps founders going. So for those that are listening. Yeah, buy a buy a founder a beer or a glass of wine, or uh, you know, tell them thanks because that's the stuff that keeps them going. Yeah, or, uh, or or a date on my date. John. Yeah, yeah, I was like, get a date as well. That also works. But no, um, to kind of piggyback a little bit more on that, and that, that really touched something uh, personal to me is that uh, it doesn't take a lot to support people, you know, who are doing the more entrepreneurial or you know whatever space that you're in or venture that you're doing, and again people don't recognize how much it really means to, you know, those founders or owners of these businesses, especially if you're considered a small business, those little, you know, shares, tweets, likes, 
word of mouth passing along or, you know, purchasing, you know, whatever products or services that a person offer, you just don't realize how much that is very meaningful and impactful. And I mean, not just saying for myself and speaking for myself, but um, I just want to say thank you, you know, right now for whoever's listening and watching right now, that if you are someone who has, you know, been with me on this journey or at least understand where I'm going with this, I appreciate that support. And I just want to take a moment to say that, but yeah, you're very, you're very on the nose on Tim and Zach on, on uh, your perspective, you know, on this. So it's, it takes a lot to cut through the fog and it's not for the weak, you know, faint of heart. You really have to be very vigilant. And um, the last thing I'll say on this is that I had to learn for myself in this journey is that I, I couldn't be as focused on the no's. I had to be focused more on the yeses and the yeses will never be always in proportion to the no's. You will usually hear a lot more no's than you will uh, yeses when you're on an entrepreneurial or when you're really trying to build and craft something from the ground up. So, you know, anytime that you are getting that positive feedback or certain levels of support, it, it means something. And it, it's all the difference on what keeps people going. Uh, a couple of years ago, I interviewed Damon, Damon John of uh, FUBU and uh, Shark Tank fame. And uh, he, I asked him a question like, what do you do when you hear no in business? And his answer was a no is an absolute maybe. You just got to learn a little bit more about it. And so I, I thought that was really uh, insightful. I love just like fit, figure it out. We, we've had several uh, women and black founders on the show that might not be as um, positive towards the world, I guess, or, or, or have had negative experiences at being a founder, um, whether it be a female or a black founder. I'm just interested, like your general observations of, of being a black founder. Have you, have you seen some negativity? Are you just more on the positive side of it? So you don't worry about that. Uh, what, what, there, there's a lot more groups actually. now, black run in town that, that are helping support. Like, like where, where are you on, on the spectrum of that? What are your thoughts? Well, I will say that if to be really clear, very honest, is that I have experienced some very negative experiences as a result of that. Um, just so you know, when I first started this journey, uh, I really originally didn't think of this as a business. I just wanted to make the app. But once I realized I had a business and I really thought through it and I had the vision come to me, I tried my best to be the person behind the scenes and not actually be on the forefront of the app. I really didn't want it to have directly a face associated. I really just wanted the service and what I was going to speak for itself and come to find out that just doesn't work. You know, from anybody from a marketing perspective or anybody, who, you know, from branding or whatever in between, that's delineations of that. You'll find that that doesn't work. You got to have a person to be the face and to talk and to be passionate and to really show the world why you belong to be where you are. So I had a, I've, I've received, you know, some some no's or people didn't want to work with me for, you know, whatever reason. And um, I don't want to just chalk it up to, you know, a racial aspect. But I will say that I did experience quite a few you know negative experiences that really didn't warrant, you know, that negative experience. So I will say that um, I have been working hard to link and to, you know, align myself with, you know, you know, not just, you know, my people, but any minorities or any groups of people who are just willing to just listen to what I'm doing. Um, I don't, you know, see color in that regards. I just see a way for us to come together. And that's what I'm really about. So uh, the best thing about this and that experience, and which is maybe more sunny side up, is that once people get a chance to talk to me or get a chance to really experience what I'm really about, that level of camaraderie or those relationships or business relationships have been opening up. Um, I think you know, as a whole, the world has shown us that we need more ways to come together than to divide us. So 
you've hit the nail on the head on that. And I, and I have experienced both sides of that coin, but I choose to be very you know, positive in that regards because I, again, I believe that we're stronger together. And I also believe that, you know, there's a need and a gap right now that I'm trying to um, fill that is really being underutilized. And so uh, that's that's where I'm at, which I can't wait. Just remind, you just reminded me that I can't wait for the Mighty Dream uh, uh, Foundation or the forum to to be here. I got my ticket and I'm just really curious and really anxious to see how that's going to come about. And awesome. And so forth. I will, I'll, I'm, you know, love the fact that our area is trying our best to just make everything more inclusive, show people what's really available. And in addition, just show people um, that, hey, we have something to offer, like not just this area, but across you know the world or the U.S. as well, that, you know, there are a bunch of great things that we can do together if we work together. Totally agree. And, and, and from a personal standpoint, uh, being invited for us to be invited to do the Firm Four show at the mighty dream to, to do a, a live broadcast from there. I mean, that, that, that means a lot to me, just in the sense of being recognized that we are a platform for diversity, for founders of color and for women, uh, female founders, that, that, that's what means most to me about being invited to be part of mighty dream. Um, it's just, we all need a platform. We all need to help each other out. And I don't know if maybe I'm naive, but I, I would like to think that entrepreneurship is is really something special that we all back one another and we want to help each other succeed. And, and that's what it's all about. But, yeah, yeah, I look forward I, to seeing I, you at Mighty Dream. I, I, as well. Again, I, I really feel like, you know, everybody, there's space for everybody. The, the weirdest thing sometimes I've run into the most is that when I start talking or doing what I'm doing, that some people feel like I'm infringing on what they have going on. And it's actually the opposite. I want to magnify. And I think this is where I'm starting to get garner success or have more people now reaching out to me as of late. It's because you're like, what I'm asking you to do or what I'm trying to accomplish is a very minimum lift for you, very minimal risk. You don't have to do too much outside of what you're currently doing. I'm trying to give you, you know, your direct, you know, the demographics or the consumers that you're, you know, fishing for, I'm already trying to bring that towards you and things like that. And that element are, are key. And again, I think it just comes full circle. And I'm also a kind of a person too, that in the entrepreneurial journey or just any knowledge journey that I love to like tell people or share my knowledge that I have, because that's how you empower people. And that's how you change, you know, the world or everything around you for, for good. It's literally, you know, you taking the time to mentor, help or position yourself to enable somebody else to do even maybe better than what you're currently doing. You, you know, um, that's, you know, my approach and totally agree with your, your saying too. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, Zach, uh, we've had some, some shade thrown our way. Yeah. When, when we first started the firm four show, it's like, Oh, you guys are going to have this, this show on and uh, you know, you're a couple a couple white dudes trying you know, that's going to do this show. And it's just like, yeah, we've been, really, really intentional. And I think that we've done a lot more than uh, what some of the people that we're throwing shade have done. But uh, yeah, we let the products and the founders speak for themselves, man. And uh, yeah, that, that's what it's all about at the end of the day. So let me let me get this right, Tim. You literally waited till like the last couple minutes of this pot, I mean, of this live to push the chaos button. And like, basically, I feel like you just called somebody out to the monkey bars at the playground. You know, you're like, <laughs> No, I mean, we, me outside. How about that? You we, know? We, yeah, I mean, you know, they, 
people will be they will be re, uh, you know they'll they'll remain nameless but uh, I just think people man. hate to hate they're always going to hate it doesn't matter they're going to they're going to shit they're going to they're going to poo poo on everything that you do it doesn't matter <laughs> like that, that that's what it's going to be and it's just like get over get over yourself I'm going to do this thing I'm going to make sure that we are very cognizant of the people that we bring on that we look at things we don't just say things one way um Look, I mean, I've been blackballed and 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 taken out of rooms basically because I call people out where it's like all white guys or all white people, and it's like, don't say this is diverse if it's not. Like this is BS. Like I don't care. Like I'll ruffle every feather in the world. Um, if I feel like something is wrong, I'm gonna call it out. I'm not gonna just sit back and be like, oh, this is okay, right? Like I'm gonna say it in the moment, and I don't care what happens when that happens. Yeah. And I and I constantly do that, and and I'm fine with it. Like, I think that's how more people should be. Yeah, I mean that that level of accountability and just talking those different things is always good across whatever platform or whatever group you know you're in. Um, you know, th this is an interesting world we live in for a lot of places where we scream diversity or inclusion, but the real level of where that comes into play is like at a at a point. You know, there's like. You know, you could be included to a point. You can, you know, it's diverse to a point. And the basis of those is be meant to be, you know, you know, unilateral. And it's not. And that's that's a funny thing that uh that I've experienced. And even, you know, to be, you know, to take one step further on this thought is that that's one of my personal motivators as well, is that I want to, you know, not just for you know my people, but just overall, I want everyone to feel empowered, or I want everyone to feel like they have whatever idea that they have is worth uh, nurturing. And, and if, again, if you align yourself with the right people, no matter what race, nation, nationality, creed, or whatever, you, you can have success, you know? So being a founder doesn't show any color, right. any gender. I mean, it's, it's as, you know, straight down the middle as possible. And, and, and I think that's, what's, what's glorious about it. It's like, yeah. if people want it, they'll find it. And that's, that's exactly that's, that's and that was, uh, you know, uh, another thing to touch on, you know, Brett, uh, you appreciate your service. You're in the Air Force. You're an Air Force reservist. Yes. I was an Air Force guy back in the day. And just like being a founder, you know, you put the uniform on and you got a mission to do. And that's all that you need to focus on. Nothing else matters but other than accomplishing that mission. So that's one of the things that I brought over directly from my Air Force days was as a founder, you got a mission, you're not going to be funded the right way. You're not going to have all the staff that you need to get it done, but you got to find a way to get it done. And uh, yeah, so that, that's something that, that I have found directly correlates. I, I can relate to that super so much throughout my whole like military career. And, um, you know, uh, a funny thing is, is that from my level of like IT from that experience, the military actually helped me to thrive and be successful in corporate America because honestly, a lot of times I was the only, you know, black person in the room or black person uh, on certain projects. And, you know, for some people I could be very uncomfortable and I did have those moments and times myself, but fortunately the, you know, recognizing what needed to be accomplished, like the mission at hand, the goal at hand, the task at hand, whatever in between, it allowed me to, you know, cut through the fog of that and recognize like, hey, you know, I don't care who you, where you're from. I just care about, you know, the quality of the work or the things that you're you're doing and vice versa. So um, again, that, that mentality you would think should be automatic across the board from everybody, but it's not. Uh, one day the world maybe will be like that. I, and I will hope and love to see that happen. Um, 
maybe, you know, in the era that when my kids are full adults and fully out in the world that they can actually experience that. And some of the things that we're talking seems like foreign to them. They're like, well, what do you mean? Like, I want, I, you know, I would love, you know, for that paradigm to shift, but, you know, all we got to do right now is what we can control within ourselves and how right. we act. And, and again, speak truth to power when, whenever necessary or possible and just, you know, try to love each other, you know, and treat each other how we want to be treated. 100%. And that's how we're going to close the show. Cause I got nothing else to say. <laughs> is there anything else? We didn't talk about well, that, yeah, that, that took a turn. Right. But that was, that was great conversation. That, that that's part of the unscripted part of this show that I, appreciate so much uh you know that we can keep things real and you know, keep on spreading the love thank you i, I just want to say a closing word it's like uh thank you again for my supporters please um as well please support uh start will and what they're doing they're doing some really great things some really great insight if you're looking for the knowledge or something to do something for yourself and others around you this is a great place to start a great hub so reach out to these two uh nice gentlemen and as well or even me um each one, teach one. Um, we're all better together. Well, and thank you for calling me a gentleman. That is very nice of you. <laughs> it's been absolutely wonderful. Maybe I'll see you next week. Maybe not. I don't know. I just made your story, oh, you, so that's cool. Uh, yes, yes. That's that's not. I'm a, I told you I'm a nerd, so it's, it's in there. Sorry. You know. We'll see you guys soon. Peace. Thanks.